today I would like to start with going back to Tara. Many of you, I think most of you are here. We're also in the Tara group. I think we did it for one year. Yeah. And also as a lot of the people online uh, explored the Tara practice. And in the Tibetan iconography, the, the symbol which uh, comes closest to the source, uh, to mind itself, is Tara. So she symbolizes emptiness. And if you remember, one of the words I used for Tara is the Great Mother. So she is described as the womb of reality. Everything arises from her and dissolves back into her. And one of her mudras is uh, that her right leg is stretched out. So that symbolizes that the movement within the fullness, which is emptiness, is uh, in the nature of love, is in the nature of compassion, moves forward in a, in a gesture of goodness. And it's so important when we explore emptiness or mind itself or the nature of mind uh, that we don't forget the paradox that the emptiness we are exploring here is full, is full of everything. It moves. And Tara is symbolizing that. So when we connect with Tara, and I want to kind of, uh, this evening, to imbue this evening with, with her presence, You know, the Tara Mantra. And uh, those of you who have found some connection with her last year, you know, I invite you to really call upon her and, and, and feel her presence so that when we talk about mind itself and emptiness, uh, that there is a recognition of that fullness, of that movement of love. So our practice, our main practice, connected with the exploration of mind itself is the practice of just being here like stepping into this experience as completely as possible. So let's do that. Uh, while having a sense of that this is the temple of Tara. So how do you step into what is happening? Is um, we, we can start with what you see. Uh, so... 
shapes and colors. I see many beautiful faces. You just see this one, but you know, kind of look around. There's Shinrezik, you know, there's the flowers for Tara, and there's the, the embodiment of Tara through the Karmapa and His Holiness the Dalai Lama, and then the Buddha, and then there's a light offering. Colors, white, yeah, red, the light. And all that is empty. All that is unfindable. Yet it appears. And, and that appearance, so that's Tara. So in the practice of Tara, we recognize what we see as movements of the Great Mother. As her radiance. And everything is so beautiful when you recognize it as manifestation of the creativity of the source. Like even just a wall, you know, with some dirt on it. So every everything uh, is recognized as the mandala of Tara. And then we can move through hearing without, uh, not the kind of uh, letting go of the looking, of the seeing. So we move to hearing. And we step into hearing completely. So there's my voice. There's the hum of the air condition. There's some sounds from outside. And maybe you have some inner sounds. Even if you don't have a tinnitus, there, there might be some, some sound. Sometimes one can hear one's own breath or your heartbeat or... And in the practice of Tara, all of that is recognized, is perceived as the mantra of Tara, the song of Tara. Another manifestation, a creative manifestation of the source. And it's empty. It's unfindable. We can't really say where it is, where it comes from, yet it appears. 
So emptiness and appearance, emptiness and fullness is the same. Emptiness is not something behind this. It's not like we need to break through to something which seems to obscure obscure or, or cloud the source. Every movement, every sound, every sight is the radiance of the source. And then we move to sensations. Yeah. So here I'm not talking about this kind of focused mindfulness practice. Yeah? So we move into sensations while we are still seeing, while we are still hearing. Of course, maybe this the hearing then goes a bit into the background, into peripheral awareness, but it's still there. And we can feel the sensations in our body. So what's happening in the body? Maybe you feel some contraction. Maybe you feel some pleasant energy flowing, the breath. Maybe you have some emotional energy So in the practice of Tara also, those movements are movements, are manifestations, is the radiance of Tara, is the radiance of the source. In the same way as what you see and what you hear, it's all empty, unfindable, but it appears. And then there's thoughts. And um, the thoughts is the same. They are recognized as the thoughts of Tara. We don't need to listen to the content of the thoughts, but we can recognize them as as a mysterious energy, the radiance of the source. And they appear, but they are empty. So that's the mandala of Tara. So now, what is experiencing all of this? What is experiencing all of that? What is perceiving this? What is receiving this?
So when you have So what might happen at that moment when that question comes and meets your heart? You might experience a shift. So not only there is awareness of sight, sound, sensations in the body, There's also a recognition that there is awareness. So when I say a recognition that there is awareness, don't listen to the words. It's, uh, it's a very crude description. There is a consciousness or there, there is the recognition, the recognition that you are conscious. And then we get lost in thoughts. So you have maybe a thought like, I don't know what he's talking about, I don't understand this. Or, ah, yeah, 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 now I can, I can feel something. So you recognize that as thought. And then again, what is experiencing this? What is aware? So notice what happens with that question. There's nothing there. Yet everything appears in that. And notice that when you sit in the midst of your experience as it is, seeing, hearing, feeling your breath, feeling your feelings, unfiltered, without stories. And you ask, what is aware? You can't say where the awareness comes from. So the looking, the hearing, the feeling, the sensing doesn't 
come from here, doesn't come from a center. So what you might experience, or a possibility which arises when you step into your experience like that is, that it's all awareness. It's the awareness comes more from everywhere. There's not, there might not be the experience that you are somewhere in your body and you are aware of this and you're aware of this voice but that you don't know where the awareness comes from. Notice thoughts as thoughts. Not to, not to get rid of them, or not to make them as a problem. What, what we attempt to do is not to step into the room of the thoughts. Because then we are not here. And then you can ask again, what is aware? What is experiencing this? And there's nothing there. Yet everything appears within that. So, and then, again, going back to Tara, invoking her presence. You know, recognizing this as the temple of Tara. You know, remember or reconnect with experiences of Tara practice where you felt bathed in the loving gaze, where you felt like a three-year-old in the lap of the mother. Safe, seen, loved. But then you let go of the symbols, 
So if I say Tara, then we might know it's beautiful to have like a image of similar to this one, green in color or red in color. And maybe we have a, a moment where we connect with a teacher like His Holiness the Dalai Lama. So we, through so symbols, we invite that. Now, Tara is the love of emptiness. Tara is the smile of emptiness, the creativity of emptiness, the potentiality of emptiness. So we go from a symbolic experience to a non-symbolic experience. So this is not a practice of stepping into the witness. It's also a valuable practice sometimes. It's a practice of dissolving completely into experience as it is. No, no separation. There's, there's nobody, oh, I'm witnessing this, this or I'm aware of this, or I'm focusing on this. But the I falls away. And then there's only experience as it is. And that experience is empty. There's nothing there. Yet it's so full, so vibrant. And then again, what is aware? What is experiencing this? So we are not only, there's not only awareness of what is happening, but there's also awareness of awareness. And that cognized nature, that receptivity, is sometimes outshining the content. Not in the sense that it dissolves everything. Everything stays as it is. So this practice is available to you in any moment. Or throughout the day, take moments where you can sit down, possibly outside, maybe in a busy place, in a coffee shop. And of course, it makes sense to kind of settle down a bit. 
or make it a make it a, a create some space, and then you just allow to happen what what we just went through. So you're just open to seeing. You just look around. Colors and shapes. And then you move to hearing. And then you move into the body. Just noticing what is there. And then, maybe at one point, you might not even need to ask the question anymore, what is aware? What is experiencing this? It's so obvious. There's sounds, there's sensations, there's feelings, there's thoughts. So there must be also mind itself. There must be also the cognized nature of consciousness. And then, if that feels somewhat dry or somewhat empty, too much of emptiness, then you call upon Tara. Maybe just reciting her mantra a few times, connecting with her with a image, and then you let go of the symbols. You just invoke her energy, her presence as a possibility to remind you that emptiness and love is the same thing. So let's sit a little bit longer in this. If you like, you can close your eyes so we can Go a bit into our meditative awareness. And softening. It's also helpful to drop into the body.
with the out-breaths, softening the belly, the shoulders, the face. Recognizing thoughts as thoughts and recognizing the possibility not to step into the rooms of the thoughts. Stepping into the energy of the body. You don't need to particular focus on anything, but if something comes to the foreground, you allow that to happen. Notice that everything is just appearing. Jing Melingpa in verse 1.6 describes this way of being as uncontrived naturalness. Uncontrived naturalness. And sometimes without thinking a lot, Somehow we feel, our intuition feels the meaning of the word. Uncontrived naturalness. Uncontrived means non-interfering, non-fixing, non-controlling. not adding. And naturalness means to bring yourself along, just as you are. Feel yourself as completely as possible. If you notice that you step into a room, a conceptual room, That's fine. 
but notice the possibility to drop back into the felt sense of your body. So we gravitate towards present moment awareness, which includes everything which is happening right now. you feel that it is wholesome to stabilize the mind for a while with the rising and falling of your belly or your hands or something else, of course, that, that's a good thing. Gently and without effort. But then after a while you might be able again to include sounds, sights, feelings, thoughts, touch. I notice the rainbow-like nature of appearances. Even the appearance of solidness, like the solidness of sitting on the chair. It feels like you're sitting on something solid. If you look at the experience, of solidness. There's nothing there. There's no solidness there. The experience of solidness is empty, yet it appears. Recognize thoughts as thoughts, not aggressively, and just recognize that's a thought. And then, what is aware? What is experiencing this? Some people might experience a sense of vastness, a sense of spaciousness after that question. some kind of stopping. It 
some kind of wonderment or disaware. And you can't say where the awareness comes from. It doesn't come from the eye, because awareness is aware of the eye. It doesn't come from this body, because awareness is aware of this body. It doesn't come from you, because awareness is aware of you. It doesn't come from this room, because awareness is aware of this room. It doesn't come from this earth, because awareness is aware of this earth. doesn't come from anywhere, but it's everywhere. And then, again, the possibility to invoke the presence of Tara. Please, Great Mother, reveal yourself. I'm ready. I know you're residing in my heart and in the heart of all living beings. You reside everywhere. Please reveal yourself. I'm ready. loving gaze of His Holiness the Dalai Lama, His humor, His earthliness. But then you move into a non-symbolic experience.
And just notice when you enter the rooms of thoughts of past, future, the rooms of commentaries. Of course, all of that is also empty. And then effortlessly you find yourself here. Not knowing where he is, not knowing what this is. And notice without doing anything. It goes on and on and on. Everything happens by itself. What is experiencing this? What is receiving this? What is aware? Awareness of awareness. That which is aware is not somewhere else. Awareness and what you're aware of is happening in the same place. The awareness of this voice and the voice are not separate from each other. The awareness of the sensations in your body, of your feelings, and the feelings and the sensations in your body are not separate from each other. In other words, another word for awareness is the Great Mother. 
She is singing now through the air condition. She's expressing herself through this voice. She's playing through your thoughts. She's dancing through the sacred energies flowing through your body. is everything. This too. She is your breath. She is your pain. Recognize thoughts as thoughts. Each breath is sacred. Each feeling The sensation of the feet on the floor. That's her touching the earth. The feeling of aliveness in your hands. That's her wanting to touch. Your deepest despair, crying out for her, is her. Great Mother, you're residing in our hearts. Please reveal yourself. We are ready.
your thoughts are the ornaments of the Great Mother. The passing cars are the Aho Mantra. Your restlessness is her sacred creativity. Your pain is her love. What is experiencing this? You can't say, so don't say it. What is experiencing this? What is aware? So we have a break soon, and um, we are still in the section of the text where Jing Milingpa is showing us the limitations of uh, the conceptual mind by making fun of the different uh, conceptual maps of the of the path and uh, the first one was the shravakayana yana vehicle so the vehicle of the listeners and then came the vehicle of the pratyaket pratyak Kea Buddha's uh, self-realization practitioner. And now in first 1.6 he goes to the Mahayana. 
he calls them followers of awakening being. Followers of awakening being. So that's the translation uh, of Kemekoid, of the Mahayana, followers of awakening being. And as in the other verses, uh, he starts with giving us some some pointers, some words uh, connected with mind itself. So mind itself, again, mind itself is is what we what I just tried to share. So mind itself is another word for Tara, for emptiness, for Rigpa, for the source, for the ground of being. So mind itself innately complete in all its potential. Innately complete in in all its potential. So remember one thing in the beginning when Ken McCloyd was introducing this text, he said something like, listen to these sentences like you're listening to a piece of music, like to a poem, and see what happens. If, if there's some response, and if not, okay, not all the poems being written are for us. Innately complete. Innately means inborn, inherently. Innately means it's not something which comes and goes. It's part of the package, innately. So mind and self innately complete. Complete. So we here we have the title of the, our course. Complete. In all its potential. So that's the pot- potentiality of emptiness. Now emptiness is not empty. Empty is full of potentiality. Complete in all its potential. And then he says, is conceived in uncontrived naturalness. So mind itself, innately complete in all its potential, is conceived in uncontrived naturalness. So that's something could be like an inquiry question for us, like a koan. What does it mean to be uncontrived natural? And what does it mean? So again, that's, that's, you could also say, 
I mean, your response now could be, I give a shit. Yeah, but <laughs> so that's so that's uh, that's why it's so important that um, that this kind of inquiry question come come from you. Yeah, so you read this text and you come across uncontrived naturalness and something in you like pauses, and then instead of me. You know, asking that question, something in you comes in an uncontrived naturalness. Uncontrived naturalness. Maybe you can also try to translate it into Swedish and, and chew on that. Uncontrived naturalness. When you contemplate, com- contemplate uncontrived naturalness as, you know, feeling into that, what does it mean? One part of that exploration is that probably we start to see that that we are often not uncontrived natural. There's definitely room for growth. being at ease. So wonderful, these moments when, when we are just at ease with the people who are present in that moment. 